Good evening. Welcome to Table for One. I will be your hostess. My name is Tremaine, and I will be guiding you through this menu of all the items and choices we have to offer you. We would like to start you off with an appetizer. At this time, if you would like to go ahead and order your entree, you can, and we will bring it a little bit later after your entree. We have a variety of fountain items and beverages to choose from. If you prefer something a little bit more graduated, such as a wine or a tea or coffee, we also have those menu items. Hello guys, hello single people, how are you today? Yes, this is your self-help guide to your true happiness of being single. I wanted to create a podcast, a place for single people like myself to simply express what we feel, what we experience, our goals, and to help the people around us that are our friends and family that may be in relationships, that may be married with kids, or maybe just like us and think that it's some sort of uh, prison sentence or trap or just some, some thing we're always trying to escape. You'd be surprised how many of us are not as eager as you think to join the bandwagon of people in relationships or married. So just to clear up any concerns you have, I am not here to bash or trash or make light of any of the people you know that are in a relationship. And if you're on your way to being in a relationship and should happen to get into a relationship during the listening of this podcast series, then awesome sauce for you. My objective in this podcast is to simply help you take your singleness with stride, with happiness, with joy, and understand that being single is perfectly normal and awesome, and that no one can take that away from you, and that you should enjoy it because it is a gift. And I'm going to show you the advantages you have of being single, and I'm going to help maybe make more sense to your married friends and your friends who are dating and how they can be more sensitive in their approach when it comes to dealing with us who are single. So if you are single, this table is for you. Table for one. Imagine taking yourself out for dinner to your favorite place and getting anything you want on the menu. You don't have to be concerned about what it costs. You don't have to share the food with anyone who's picky. And if you have leftovers, you will have a really nice breakfast and lunch tomorrow. Sometimes it's just good to treat yourself to life and to understand that when there's no one else to complain about, when there's no one else crowding your space or um, giving you grief about what you look like and what you sound like and what you do, sometimes that's an awesome place to be. Not because it's the only place to be, but when you're in it, you're in it. Enjoy it. Find reasons to make it awesome. It's kind of like having your studio apartment. You're all in that room and you learn to love it, you learn to live, and you learn to understand why these places exist. So, I want to get into our opening topic for tonight. First, menu item. Let's talk about how we are normally introduced. When you have your Facebook post or your Instagram post, your status, how do you present your status? Do you present your status as, as um, in a relationship or single or otherwise? 
I choose not to post a relationship status for two reasons. Because I don't think that has really anything to do with the content that I put on my page. Most of my pictures are just me, like selfies. Um, They might include friends or family. I might give like regular updates about, you know, my page, you know, um, or, you know, things that I'm dealing with or other posts from other people I'm sharing. And I don't think that I need to establish a relationship status because unless I am purposely looking for someone to respond to my relationship status, I'm kind of like, you don't need to know that. Because I don't want that to be a flag for someone to be like, oh, she must be looking because she's single. Something wrong with saying you're single. But I choose not to put my relationship status on my Facebook page. And I'll probably be that way about it, you know, for as long as I'm single. Because I don't really feel that I need to address that when you're simply getting to know me. Um, through social media. How do you feel about being introduced in a situation where maybe your friends are married or dating and you're the only single person there? I've had this happen to me where someone will say, oh, this is my friend Tremaine. She's not with anybody. And in my mind, I'm thinking, are you advertising? Like, did I pay you as a PR to put my name out there, to put a one ad in the paper, to tell your friends that I'm not with someone. Like, I came out here to spend time with you, not to be paraded like um, going once, going twice, sell to the highest bidder. Um, You got to hook this girl up real quick. Like, no, I'm here with you as a friend and introducing me by my name is plenty to say about your single friend. Guys, you know you're guilty. If you're single and you have a married friend or a dating friend listening to this podcast, just turn to them and say, you know, I love you, but hey, you've done that to me. And if you happen to have a friend who hasn't done that to you, then bravo. You just need to make people aware. When you introduce me, do not address my status. I am Tremaine or whatever your name is. You know, and I want to be addressed as such. Don't advertise my life like I'm looking. Because believe me, if I really wanted this person to look at me as someone potential for him, I would go about things an entirely different way. Okay, number two. Married friends, dating friends, do not take it upon yourself to try to hook your friends up that are single. We don't always want to be hooked up, putting us on random blind dates or talking about us to your friends because your friends are also single and they're probably looking for someone. So you're like, hey, yeah, I know this this great girl, this great guy. And then you start giving them information And then you're texting that person and now I have information about this individual and then we meet and it's like, well, it's not exactly what they expected. It's not exactly what I expected. Um, It's not that we don't love you and it's not that you don't mean well, but a lot of times you do it without us even being aware of it. Okay. If I say, hey, 
I'm in a dating mode. If you know someone, tell them about me. No. I literally got a text stating that I had been a conversation topic with someone else. And I was like, okay. And I guess in that moment, I kind of felt a little flattered that my friend was thinking about me. But at the same time, I'm like, am I wearing a sign? Am I putting advertisements out there for people to assume that it's okay for you to just try to hook me up? If I have that conversation with you as a friend and say, hey, I wouldn't mind you setting up on a blind date, I'm being specific. But you guys have got to stop making it your mission to try to hook your friends up. Some of us don't think it's friendly. We think it's annoying. I don't speak for every single person, but I do speak for myself. And there is a crowd of people that are going to be listening to this. It's going to say, thank you, Jermaine, for finally addressing this, because maybe now I can have this uncomfortable conversation with my friend I love, but they just don't get it. First of all, find out if your friend is cool with you doing that. And if they have any drawbacks about it, be like, hey, I understand. I want you to feel comfortable. You don't have to sell your friend's status so that they can become one of you. Maybe your friend doesn't want to be like you. Maybe your friend just wants to be your friend and doesn't need you to change their status so that you feel more comfortable having them around. It's just a common fact that people that are in relationships, if they have single friends, they tend to feel more comfortable with those people when they're also in a relationship. It's happened to me tons of times. And let me just set the record straight. If you're my friend and I love you and I enjoy your company, I don't need a partner to spend time with you. So don't require me to have a partner to spend time with you. That's point number three. The reason why I think this is very biased and offensive is because if you're my friend, I connected with you as a soul to another soul. Whether it's a platonic friendship with a guy or a platonic relationship with a girl that I'm friends with and she's in a relationship with someone else, that's all well and good. So if two people connect and have a bond between each other, it doesn't mean that now it's the time for you to go ahead and kick in the, the buy one, get one free card so that she can get somebody with her or he can get somebody with him so that you guys can have more to talk about. No. Or, oh my God, the classic, well, I would have invited you, but you would have felt out of place because you're not dating someone. Oh my God, so you're going to tell me how to feel about something now? You didn't even say, hey, I'm inviting you to a party. Um, you, can, you can come by yourself and it's fine. If you want to bring somebody, that's cool. But I want you to be there, so will you come for me? No, you don't even invite that friend because you say, well, I wouldn't want them to feel out of place. That is also a biased idea. I would want to give my friend... The benefit of the doubt of saying, hey, my friend loves me. She's mature. He's mature. If this is a place where I want to spend time with my friend, I'm going to invite them regardless. You guys are so intuitive to each other, but you don't understand that your single friend is more intuitive to how you feel about them than you. Um, I mean, how they feel about you than you feel about them. The reason why I say it is because you assume they'll be uncomfortable. You never ask them if they'll be uncomfortable. You never actually went to them and say, hey, I want to invite you. Would you be all right with that? Let them tell you, oh, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Of course, you're my friend. I'm going to be there for you. No, you just have all these secret party planning and dates and 
adventures with marrying and, and people who are couples and your single friends get left out. Are you leaving them out because they don't have a relationship? Because I've experienced that and it seems very biased and just not fair. You're not building a community of friends. You're building a community of people who are with other people. So do I seem like I'm ranting? Yes. A tad bit because I want to get these things off my chest. The next podcast episode will go into some practical um, teaches for single people. But I want to address the people who are in relationships right now. This first podcast, if you're if you're listening, stop trying to hook your friends up, figuring that they need to be like you. Stop leaving them out of things. It's not fair. When was the last time you invited your single friends to come to your house when you have an occasion? You have this long list of married and dating friends. We all know you know them, you love them. But what about your single friends? When are they going to get invited to your house? When are you going to throw a party that is just a party? Do you know, um, <laughs> a long while back, I was invited to a party under the circumstances that I had a partner. And that partner, who was also a friend of these people, was invited to the party under the understanding that he had to have a partner, that he wasn't going to be invited unless he had a partner. So we were asked to go out together to meet each other so he could come to the party. Do you know how awkward I felt being at that party? Because I was only there because I was invited as a dating guest with that person. And how awkward it felt that I was not worthy to come to a party as a friend for someone who's having a birthday unless I was with someone. This might offend some people and I don't mean to be rude. I'm positive. I'm loving. But I got to tell you, that sucks. When you put your friend in the position of having to choose to spend time with you because they're in a relationship and not being able to spend time with you because they're not in one. There's something wrong with that picture. There's a time and a place for singles to get together and do things. And there's a time and a place for people who are dating or married to do things. But when you have friends that cross over into different styles of life, you have to include everybody. Come on, people. You have plenty of time to spend with your partner, Plenty of time to spend with your married friends or couple friends, but you really need to get in there and show the respect to the single people because you were once a single person. And honestly, you're going to always be an individual and you're going to always need to have that sense of self that never goes away. So don't look at us like, oh, I need to hook her up. Point number four, and I'm going to end the podcast episode on this one. When you greet your friend, say it's someone you haven't seen in person in a while, or it's a friend you see regularly, and you want to ask this person how they're doing. Older people do this all the time. I I have people I know I love who have this line of question in their mind, and I'm trying to get them to think differently because I'm like, if I'm not bringing it up to you, I don't want you just pushing that on me like, oh, okay, well, oh, hey, girl, how you doing? Um, Are you dating anyone now? 
So you're not really concerned about how I'm doing. You want to know if I'm seeing someone or not. And when I tell you I'm not, you assume I'm unhappy about that. So I just can't be single and enjoy my life and and just come and see you. I have to have this, oh girl, let me tell you who I'm seeing, who I'm dating. That is also a biased view. Stop doing that to people. Mothers, fathers, aunties, uncles, cousins, BFFs, co-workers, uh, college mates, roommates, whoever you are, just stop doing that. I'm saying that because you are making people withdraw from you and be selective in their conversation and their time with you. But you're also putting this unnecessary pressure on people to feel like they have to do something because they're not going to have your attention or they're not going to be able to share what's important to them that may not include a partner because you're so concerned about them having a partner. Well, honey, I'm praying for you to find a mate. Okay, that's nice. But did I ask you to pray for me to find a mate? You know, ask me first. Is it okay if I pray for you to find a mate? You know, you assume that my being single is an issue that needs to be fixed. I am serious, people. Some of us just want to enjoy being single for a little while before we enter that next phase of our lives. There's some things that we need to clean up, fix, do better, feel better about ourselves. And then we'll talk about having someone else at our table. Table for one is exactly that. It's for you. You order whatever you want. You eat whatever you want. You pay whatever you want. And you don't have to deal with anyone else's feelings and problems at this table. It's for you to figure you out. So I hope that as you continue to watch this new podcast series, Table for One, you will understand how people like myself think. We are not anti-relationship by no stretch of the imagination. We are all for being happy and being in love. But if I'm not happy with me and if I'm not in love with me, what am I going to do with another person at my table? Nothing. Thanks, guys, for listening. Join me again on my next podcast episode of Table for One. And remember, you have to love everybody but protect your peace. Talk to you soon.